Oh, hello there. I'm Melinda Catherine Gross. And I'm Michael Nixon. And we like to talk about murder. Well, you like to talk about murder, fictional murder, a <laughs> lot, uh, whether anybody wants you to or not. That's right. And Michael doesn't talk about murder nearly enough. So I would like to invite you all to join us as we explore the material of our favorite monster. Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Each week we will be discussing and dissecting the film and TV appearances of Thomas Harris's infamous serial killer, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Mostly, I'm going to try to get Michael to eat people. I won't. You will. I might, but there's only one way to find out. Tune in to Having a Friend for Dinner, available on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, bon appetit. Ooh. Dueling Genre. Hello and welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we cover the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Hayes. And joining us is Philadelphia's premier Rocky impersonator, Mike Kunda. Mike. Yo, how you doing today, huh? <laughs> and he does a dynamite, dynamite Rocky impression. <laughs> You usually get people liquored up uh, and they don't realize what's happening. And they either think it's Dustin Hoffman, Pacino, or Stallone. So, <laughs> it's, you know. Anyone in the above. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I even got a, uh, a Stephen Bauer from Scarface at one point. So, whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's a random one. Yeah, I dropped him off on the side of the road quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, on this Thursday, we are knocking out Minute 34 which begins with Apollo suggesting a fighter named Billy Snow, and it ends with Rocky and Paulie walking along the mean streets of Philly. All right, so we're uh, in Jurgen's office still. Apollo, Duke, and Jurgen's are going through potential opponents. There's books all over the place. Apollo's got his jacket off. Everyone looks exhausted. They've probably been at this for a good few that Miles Jurgen's doesn't. You know, Apollo's got his sleeves rolled up, his tie's a little, is a little disheveled. But everybody else seems to be. Yeah, Jurgen's still buttoned up. Jurgen's all buttoned up. All thirty-four buttons of his uh, <laughs> vest there are still buttoned up. His carnation still looks carnation fresh. Carnation still in good, good, you know, shape. <laughs> all right. So Apollo asks about Billy Snow. Jurgen says he fouls. He asks about Big Chuck Smith. Duke says he's too old and dull. Uh, Duke suggests Bobby Judge, saying he's a good boy. A good boy. Apollo turns it down, saying he doesn't feel any heat from that name. So he's looking for a catchy name. He's looking for something. Joe Zach's a, Joe Zach's a good fighter. Yeah. And with a catchy guys, name. That's okay. Yeah. Now, do, do you know this the story behind the name Joe Zach? No. no. Enlighten us. Oh, all right. So in Rocky Three, when we – and this is, I know, not necessarily a, a big spoiler. But during Eye of the Tiger in the opening montage, uh, we see Rocky going through the – the fights and on the board on one of the flashes of radio uh, music hall they have Rocky Balboa versus Joe Zack. Joe Zack is Sasha Zack's father. Do you know who Sasha Zack is? I mean, I know. I would. I just want to see if you know. So, so, 
<laughs> so, of course, you know what it is. Tell everybody else who doesn't know. Okay, I know you guys know all of this. This is like like Rocky 101 for for you guys. But yeah. for those who don't know, uh, Sasha is also known as Sasha Stallone, Sylvester's first wife. So, oh. Joe Zack, they use Sasha's father's name uh, as one of the boxers. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, this is just a little tip of the hat. Some people might call it an Easter egg of sorts. But I have to tell you guys something at this point. Sasha is the one who quite possibly uh, and single-handedly gave us the Rocky that we got. Because the original script called for Rocky and Mickey to hate each other. There was no Pauly, uh, uh, Adrian's Jewish, not Italian, but Jewish mother who hated Rocky. And uh, when they get done uh, writing the script back and forth, because Sasha helped type up the script, she's like, no, Sylvester, no, you, you've got to make this Rocky and Mickey. Rocky actually throws the fight with Apollo in the, in the original script. He's winning, and he throws it because Mickey is yelling out racial slurs, and Rocky hates him, and he doesn't want... If Rocky wins, then Mickey wins. So, anyways, Sasha is the one who said, no, make them close, and Sly was like... Uh, yeah, okay. And uh, there you have it. It's a nice little tidbit. Excellent. Who knows? Just a, just a little bit. Just a little tidbit. I thought you might appreciate Definitely. it. Definitely. And this is why we have you on. Well, we, <laughs> we already knew all of that. We just... I mean, you know. Oh, no, no, no. I yeah, saw that. Yeah. You guys had a post about that. Oh, I'm, sure. <laughs> I'm glad you told everyone else, you know. No, I, exactly, exactly. Hey, listen, you guys, I, I'll, I'll tell you the next scene, uh, and uh, you guys could give the big reveal uh, that nobody knows except us three. <laughs> Good thing we have a day to prepare for it, right? Exactly. Uh, so Jurgen asked what Apollo's looking for, and this is, he found it. He found exactly what he's looking for. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the Italian Stallion. Jurgen's looks. Rocky Balboa never heard of him. And he says it's the name, the Italian Stallion. I love how he, he hits that I. Love it. And he's thinking about the publicity angle. The media will eat it up. His whacked out logic, who discovered America an Italian, right? What would be better than to get it on with one of his descendants? I don't get it at all. <laughs> I don't understand. What would be better? I don't, I don't think anybody in 2017 in the press would connect this if it were to happen now. <laughs> I don't know why Stallone threw that in, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> but it's it's his, like, he, his wheels are turning, and it makes complete sense to Apollo. Now, here's a bit of foreshadowing. Duke points out that he's a Southpaw. I don't want you messing around with Southpaws. They do everything backwards. Southpaw, for those that don't know, is a left-handed fighter. Uh, Apollo doesn't care. Says he'll drop him in three. Now we see... The ego come to play. Mm -hmm. South Park, yeah. drop him in three. And he 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 knows nothing about Rocky. He said it so dismissively too. You know? Exactly, dismissively is the key word. Definitely. Do you know? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, John. Okay. Uh, but going back to one thing. <laughs> one thing, real quick, is that they're having this fight. Um, it's supposed to be the bicentennial year, America's birthday, right? Mm -hmm. And and he's making like the good ideas to fight a descendant of Christopher Columbus who was an Italian. Well, what would that have to do with the birthday of America? Because Christopher <laughs> Columbus founded America for England and then we got our independence later on so the birthday of America was, has nothing to do with Christopher Columbus. Right. Now, aside from all the, you know... Which, which was also like he didn't 300... discover America or whatever, but... And it was 300 years before the... Right. This is such America a bizarre connection. <laughs> yeah, that's the... Maybe the 1776, right? In Philadelphia independence <laughs> all. That's about... 
that's about the only the only well what what did he what what does he say earlier in the movie uh apollo will duplicate the crack of the of the liberty bell by crackling cracking mackley green yeah 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 he he keeps uh using that bicentennial angle i I get that part with the with the independence hall you know we fought england for our independence and america's birthday but we didn't fight the italians (laughs) (laughs) well maybe 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 there were italians in philly fighting i don't know well we stopped them in new york not philly so who the hell knows uh, um, well, again, Mike pointed out the arrogance of Apollo Creed, and I wanted to ask Mike if if he knows the moment when Apollo kind of realized he wasn't messing around with with no chump. No, uh, for me, it, it wasn't until the fight because you know later someone else in Apollo's camp clearly realizes they've got a serious situation on their hands. But I don't feel. Uh, uh, not until uh, halfway through the, the the first round does he realize what he's up against. Well, it was a, a scene that was written but never filmed, uh, or was it filmed? Oh, oh, in Mickey's gym mm-hmm. with the, when he comes in to attack to harass Rocky and Spider Rico tells him to kiss his feet and kiss his feet. It was, yeah, of it course. was uh, it was Dipper, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, uh, yes. Stan Shaw, Big Dipper. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Because when. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, did I say Spider Rico? You did. You did. I'm sorry. I no. Stan Shaw, Big Dipper. I apologize. Listen, right. we're going to continue this. We need you to get your your act together. Okay. <laughs> you, you know what? Let me just light a cigarette and burn my arm on that one. <laughs> but the uh, um, when we went over the scene in the gym, um, when Dipper says, "I dig your locker." Yeah. Uh, dig your locker. It, that that was supposed to pay off later on when when Rocky lays Dipper out in front of Apollo Creed, and Apollo Creed was like, "Oh shit." Yeah. Well, that scene had specifically gotten. They were going to use the other scene they used instead to take the place of that one, which would be the the, the meat locker. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, and, and Apollo doesn't even care then either. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Right. Yes. Duke Duke cares, but Apollo doesn't care. Exactly. What about when Apollo says Apollo Creed versus the Italian Stallion? It sounds like a damn monster movie. <laughs> I love that line. I'll tell you what. When when you when you throw this line out to hardcore Rocky fans and like they love this line. It's so, it's so you could make a T-shirt with this over Apollo's. If you just had a headshot with Apollo from the set from the from the the set of Rocky and then put sounds like a damn monster I'm t- movie. I'm telling you, that's a million dollar idea for a T-shirt. I like that. Stars. <laughs> sure, we just have to pay. Yes. Copyright 2017, That's Rocky Minute. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you want to buy one or not? <laughs> but uh, the name Rocky Balboa doesn't catch his attention. The Italian Stallion does. Uh, if it wasn't for his nickname, Creed probably glosses right over that name and goes on to somebody else. Yep. Right. Let that sink in for a moment, folks. Okay. Any last thoughts on Jurgen's office? Because uh, now we're leaving that. You nailed it. I'm ready to go out of, out of this office. I want to get back to the streets. Yeah, let's get back to the streets. Uh, what street are they walking on now? All right. So this is because um, they walk past Jackson. They walk past the uh, Atomic Hoagie shop. Right, right. In back of them, went, so now we see Paulie. The kids are playing stickball in the little street. Mm-hmm. The the night before, that was the very street that he walks through the gate, through the parking lot. That's right in back of them, right. where he takes right. okay, little Maria. Yeah. So, uh, did you guys get to that one yet? Yeah, yeah. we did. Little yeah, yeah, yeah. Last okay, week. okay. 
So, yeah, that's right. You would have hit that. Uh, that very parking lot, In during filming, they filmed the scene with little Marie walking her home, and then they turn around and they filmed this scene with, uh, you know, Burt Young and Stallone. And, of course, he comes back and he sees... Uh, he sees uh, that's 12th Street they're walking on, and then as he goes up a little further, we see Carpenter Street. Uh, that's where um, the Atomic Hoagie Shop is to the side, off to the side, which it's no longer there. They've now remodeled it, and it's a it's a regular row home. But the parking lot in Little Marie's house is still there. Oh, right, right, right. And it's in South Philly, uh, not Rocky's neighborhood. Rocky's neighborhood is way up, like six miles away in Northeast Philadelphia. So, and Paulie's house is is like seven miles that they gotta walk. <laughs> They're walking seven miles to Kensington. It's crazy. Yeah, I wondered because um, early on in the movie, where Rocky's apartment is, and where the street where Gazzo gets out and talks to Rocky, the cobblestone street. They're they're in the same neighborhood, right? They're like right close. around. Very close. Yeah. Yep. They're within about seven hundred feet of each other. Yeah, yeah. When you look on the map, because it's right there on what's that the intersection of uh, it's, it's a Lehigh and East Gurney. And then Tusculum is right around the corner, correct? Tusculum's right. There's an east and west Tusculum, I think. Right. And then of course the railroad tracks running back to Rocky's apartment. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Did you do you also hear that these Steadicam shots? When they were making the movie, the Steadicam was making so much noise that some of it actually made it into the film. I can't tell. Go back and watch Rocky go through the gate, and he's uh, walking Little Marie through the, the the parking lot. You can hear a whirring, a whirling sound. You you have to listen. Put the blast the volume. You can hear the 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 whirling of the motor of the uh, Steadicam. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm listening to it, uh, you know, out of the computer with headphones on, so maybe I couldn't get it up the volume up high enough, but I couldn't tell. Also, in that same scene, when um, Rocky is walking Little Marie home, over Rocky and Little Marie's shoulder to the left is a yellow Penske truck, moving truck. Yeah, yeah. That's the truck they use to haul all their camera gear around and stuff. Yeah, and they forgot to move it out of the frame and Crazy. didn't have enough money to <laughs> to do a reshoot. Right. So they just rolled with it. But, you know, I've seen this movie a bunch of times. and I've never noticed that before. Here we are covering minute by minute, and you kind of absorb everything that's in the frame. That's true. Um, Do these kids play? I know we had talked about a lot of the movie was filmed kind of like guerrilla style where they just went out. And, you know, we're going to find it later on. A lot of the people in the movie were just people that happened to be there. Um, Do you think these kids were really playing stickball on the street or was this – uh, um, from, extras. What, from what I'm told, there was a little bit that some of the locals that were there during filming over the over the 10 years I've been doing these tours, I get to meet them and they bring pictures out of what it was like. They see me dressed up as Rocky. They want to know what's going on. So I've gotten to know them. And some of them are their grown children at the time. You know, it was their little kids and their, their kids are grown up. Now they live at the end of the block or whatever. But uh, they were asked to come out and uh have a game of stickball and then Rocky and Paulie would come walking around that. Now that's not official. That's just from the neighbors who told me that. It sounds official to me. Right. I mean, you, you know, it's as official as I can get. You know, I was fortunate a lot of, to spend a lot of time with Burt Young and, and Stallone and I only had about 12 billion questions I wanted to ask. So there's a priority, you know. Stickball was like like a staple in neighborhoods back in the 70s, 80s or whatever, but it's really not too popular anymore. You don't see kids just playing stickball no. on the streets anymore. You don't see kids outside now anymore. They're, <laughs> no, they're playing stickball on a, on a video game on their cell phone. <laughs> right. <is what> <laughs> now, th- this um, 
th- there was no preparation for these scenes either, right? So was no, this <clears throat> no, scene no. after after a rain? No, what the well, uh, no, to my knowledge, because what I know is the uh, John Avildsen talks about this in a, in, a, in a piece of film, but it, it it is true because Burt Young told me this himself. He said that people, the neighbors, would come out and with buckets of water and put it on the ground so it gives that glare. It gives more texture to the screen. John Avildsen asked these people to do that, and um, they did. They complied. They were just generous in helping out. Look at that. And all, all these uh, scenes were filmed, no permits, right? No permits, none. Very few words were done with a, a advanced team. Like, they had an advanced team, I think, go to Rocky's apartment, which, by the way, they never filmed inside 1818 Tusculum. That was filmed in a real bum's flop house in Los Angeles. But they did send a team out to talk to um, Joseph Marks, uh, who owned the uh, J&M Tropical Fish store. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sure you guys know they, didn't, they only used the outside of Mighty Mix Gym. They never filmed in Silver Gym. Yeah. I knew Silver Gym. I knew you knew yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> that we actually did. That we actually knew. We covered that earlier. Uh, yeah, um, I heard Lloyd Kaufman one of the production guys said that they had to stay ahead of the Teamsters. So because so, the Teamsters found out they would all end up with broken legs. Oh, very true. And do you know we see Lloyd Kaufman in the film, right? Yeah, the drunk. The drunk. Very good. Very good. Yeah. All right. I'm tapped out for this minute. Awesome. You guys. All right. Yeah. All right. If you want to uh, continue this discussion after the show has ended, you can join us on our Facebook group, Mighty Mix. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Rocky Minute or email at RockyMinute at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us and a host of other material to listen to on DuelingGenre.com. And uh, Mike, if you can let our fans know, where can they find you? You guys can uh, just take my name, type it into any social media engine, and uh, up pops Mike Kunda with my goofy head with probably my Rocky hat on. <laughs> so you can, if you want to chat about Rocky, please send me an email at mkunda33 at comcast.net. And if you're interested in the Yo Philly Rocky film tour, type in that in the Google search and I will come up. How many tours uh, do you do? Um, we usually do about 35 a month. Um, when we started doing the tours, we were doing one tour like months on a big months school bus and so now <laughs> now I, I do usually two tours a day um, it depends sometimes I'll just do one tour if I'm a little tired but um, everybody loves Rocky that's incredible man you're doing the Lord's work by showing these people the. Uh... <laughs> that's what my mother tells me <laughs> yeah. oh you know one time I had a, I had the Vatican uh, one of the Pope's Vatican guards on one of my first solo tours believe it or not no kidding. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, he brought his sister. And uh, so we did the whole tour, and he's the one who told me to get a TripAdvisor page. Uh, you can, oh, yeah, people, you can look for all, read all my reviews on the tours on TripAdvisor. Just type in the tour, and uh, we got 160 uh, reviews, and they're all uh, excellent. Good job, man. Was the, uh, was the Vatican guy uh, particularly interested in Father Carmine's place? Oh, he was. We did the whole monologue. It was great. <laughs> It was great, no but, he, but yeah, but he sounded like Dracula because he had that thick Italian. <laughs> you know, it was great. It, it was great. It, it was great. Excellent, man. Excellent. Awesome. All right, everybody. 
come back one more day this week to hear the silky smooth stylings of Mike Kunda <laughs> <laughs> on another Rocky Minute. <laughs>